0: Up with this list, something the Whatever Face Podcast. Oh,
1: but you at least got to get the name right. <laughs> is that Did not it? Whatever face is, is it? Is that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Whatever, Whatever face. face Podcast. I
2: thought you were just <laughs> missing it. I'm like, what is going on? Spice Adam's face and Yuri face. I was I was gonna call you somebody else, but I'll stick with Yuri because. You're such an angel, and that's your baby. So what's happening? Friends of the show, Ty and Jorge. You?
1: Hi, Corey. How are you?
2: Ty, I'm great. Ty, have you, I've noticed about you, and I love it. You have what I classify as a work voice, and then you have what I classify as a, a Brooklyn voice. And I love <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm from Connecticut.
2: No, 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 no. Uh, We've made the trade. You are a Brooklynite. No. You can't have her. Shut up. No, we already did. We made the trade. She doesn't talk like a Connecticutian. She talks like a New Yorker. New Yorker. So... So The the
1: (laughs) Connecticut delegation had me on trial.
2: Yeah. They had you on a 30-day, and they didn't renew. So... We, as a New York delegation, have decided to scoop you up, George.
0: It's not happening. Nope. <laughs> you, we'll, we'll, I didn't sign off on a thing.
2: no nope. We'll, we'll trade. We'll trade you, <laughs> Kevin Bond. It'll be even. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, tra- we'll trade Connecticut, Kevin Bond, for Ty, uh, Ty level. and that—that that sounds like a fair trade to me. Oh my <laughs> God, that's funny. That is funny. So this has been a pod long in the making. Ty's been asking me to do this pod. And when she texts me, us, I said me, look at me, being uh not humble. When she texts us today, it just Just being read. That's mind. all you being. There we go. <laughs> I, don't you got a Bible study you should be paying attention to? But
0: wait, what's happening, man? What you
2: doing? <laughs> 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 Ty always mentioned us doing a girlfriends pod where we have a discussion about girlfriends. And today so happens to be that day outside of other things. But when I put up a, po- I think uh, George might have said something about uh, the show Girlfriends when he was rewatching it for the eighth millionth time Man, um, <laughs> on BET. And she recommended us do a pod about the show so ladies and gentlemen this is half of that part <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I no lie i legit fought the urge to start it over yesterday i was really ready to go from episode one season one again yesterday oh i already started again <laughs> was that show, how many times you said, read i don't know it's it's been so many times you <laughs> know it's just, Patrick Schaefer's going to hate this podcast, by the way. Or I just want to throw that out there, too.
1: What, he doesn't because like girlfriends?
0: He hates Black people, so...
1: Oh, got
0: it. Don't got do it. that. Black, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Schaefer doesn't respect Black women at all, so that's why he doesn't... <laughs> <laughs>
2: when, I'm going to let Patrick haters because when he comes up, I want him to have a rebuttal for you, but... Oh, yes. He's going to get me. Yeah. Patrick of <laughs> Howard University hates black people. That's from B. George Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to whatever his yeah. pod. Sorry, Patrick. But <laughs> I wanted the, the infamous uh, church scene, because I know George, that's one of your favorites.
0: Don't man, don't, don't get me to crying on your podcast, man.
2: Though. That that's one of your favorites. what is your fascination with girlfriends? But before you do that, Ty. Are you one way or the other about girlfriends? Are you as into it as George's, or you 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 thought it was a, sh- a good show when you watched it the first time, and it's like, oh, okay.
1: Um, I I rewatch it like when it's on TV, I'll turn it on. So I, I I'm not starting from like the first season though. I'll just catch it wherever it's on when it's on TV. But I'm a fan. I like. I don't really care for, like, the older episodes. yeah. Because I feel like Joan was, like, really cringy. And Maya was hurt, yo. (laughs) She was hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you you say
2: Joan was cringy in the first
1: season? She was super thirsty, yo. Like, it was always Mm -mm, a a do this, a do that, (laughs) and... It just was too much for me. Like, and Maya was just like her weaves wasn't right. They 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 dressed her like real ghettoish to me. Um, and Lynn was super skinny. It just was weird. Like they just looked weird in the beginning. Um, but as it, as it like progressed, the episode was starting to get better. Like their character started to develop and blossom.
2: Uh, I'm ready to throw out this hot take and I'm 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 here for the for forthcoming smoke. I will just do it, say, Reed. I'm doing Don't it. You do it. I'm doing it. Girlfriends laid the blueprint for sex in the city. There I said it.
0: Oh, I agree. Really? I I completely agree.
1: You know that's what they do? They just take what we do, they take it. So Girlfriends was first, obviously, right?
2: You know what? Know, Being that we never fact check up here, I'm going to look it mm, up. For right. The sake of- <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I was
0: ready to die on the hill with you right there, Corey. I'm like, I'm right <laughs> up here. Yeah.
2: And e- even I'm if right it didn't, here. for the sake of my argument, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that right.
1: point. Well, we do know how George feel about friends and living single, so right. Thieves. There's that.
0: Thieves in the temple. Come on. You mean you mean to tell me that they didn't run into Corey once in all them years in New York? <laughs> they should.
2: They should have. and one of them corners, they could have seen me in one corner <laughs> like, at <and I> <laughs> a pickup game, uh, something. So it game
0: in that dark, like he would have fit right there. With, no, like. This, <laughs> let somebody else in that junk like no watch no daggone you should try Frank. like no I ain't watching that please
2: I, all right so I'm gonna be uh, I would say I stand corrected but I'm not I'm gonna stay on this hill I'm wrong but I'm gonna stay on this wrong hill
0: I mean, Sex and City came
2: out in 98 and Girlfriends came out in 2000
0: they, they stole the script saw the treatment and they decided to run with it
2: first George, that's, I'll do you one better. They saw the yeah. intellectual property and put girlfriends on a back burner. Yeah, because that's already what they had do. The that's writing. how they do it. They already had the story, put it on a back burner, and came out with Sex in the City first.
0: But that's how they do it. I mean, let's not mention that a white man created the girlfriend. So if anybody that's bringing that up, don't trip. Like, for the sake of this. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer, yeah. So for the sake of this argument, yeah, oh, they stole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their
1: girlfriend was on UPN. And what? Yeah. What, what station was um Sex in the City?
2: HBO.
0: HBO. Oh, shoot,
1: really?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They was getting that HBO money. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, HBO HBO always has one of them shows. Always. Mm. But George, to your friend's point. When I rewatch Friends, I did make an honest effort to point out at least one black extra in every episode of Friends oh, extra. from the first season. So there you go. Ta-da.
0: That's the thing that, I mean, because I guess what I don't like with our black shows is we always making room for them. There's mm-hmm. always a Stevie, in the parkers and lynn had a white sister that showed up and like even um even wasn't wasn't jones mother what no I'm, no I'm bugging it was it was um it was lynn that had the um the white adoptive parents like we always making room for them in, in our shows and they just be like
2: that's true mm,
0: i don't yeah it's just like they just give us like these whack roles on their shows just pop up and then just go away like it's it's corny and I, even the black shows now i would say my issue with the black shows now is they not really black shows like they'll there's black people in them but they don't feel like like our shows like so it don't have that same feel of like the girlfriends or um parker's martin things like those shows felt black like these, there's some new shows that's coming out. It's like, there's black people there. Mm-hmm. It just, it don't feel like our story though.
2: See, but that goes to the creation like you were speaking about of Girlfriends. Girlfriends was done by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer might've had a black girlfriend once or twice, but he don't know <laughs> black experience. Um, Martin was grit uh, mm-hmm. HBO again. Deaf Jam, uh, deaf, uh, deaf Comedy Jam. Like, he couldn't, there was, Chris Rock, Chris Rock told a story of you couldn't, back in the day, go on after Martin Lars Because it sounded nope. like people were fighting in the crowd. That's how, yeah. like, big the laughter was and the foot stomping and all that other stuff. You couldn't go on after Martin um, Lars. Fresh Prince. Will, Will Smith was at the top of rap at that time for yeah. who he was. And for him to get that show, you building around a black star, Kelsey Graham kind of just, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, see, now you got me on the other side because I feel like uh, Kelsey was misappropriating black culture. <laughs> Not really,
0: because it's still girl, girlfriend, girlfriend still felt black though. Even yeah. though like you did have Lynn you had up to only black because it was on UPN.
2: That's the only reason why
1: I thought on, Mara man. um Mara
2: Mara Braca kill.
1: Yeah, I thought she did that. I thought Kelsey was just the name to get right. it.
0: She was going. She was the creative for it's right. You're right. You're right. Same person that was um, I think she was behind the game as yeah. well. And like she heard she got mad credits, but those are the only two I can think about now. So I never had that issue with um, with girlfriends at all. Yeah. But the tagging with yeah. what Talisa said, I, I completely agree when it got to the end, specifically when Tony left the show, it, it left a huge void and it made Joan's character like a million times more uncomfortable to watch like even when she she had a man and was still bugging like it was just
1: yeah remember the episode when she went and used the bathroom at his house
0: yes (laughs) like
1: (laughs) like, I just I didn't get that she would and he lived far like in a hood somewhere it was funny or go to Lynn house
0: it was funny but like come on like that (laughs) That joke was that joke was tight, weird. And Maya was on drugs because they lost the baby. Remember that? That's the last one I that's the last girlfriend episode I saw. It was one of the late ones, and I was just like, I'm like, this is kind of weird. But then Maya came in the house, and then Darnell was sitting on the couch. He was like, Maya, what's this? He had a buck. She was like, he's like, we both lost the baby, Maya. We both, I was just like, yo,
1: what is this? Period that's going on. then he like dropped the pills and she like ran after him on her yes ass.
0: that was Su- sad super crackheadish that junk <laughs> i was like this is tyler everything i just expected i i really expected um tamla man to come out and just start singing take me to the king like i really <laughs> did <laughs>
1: Yo, all right, can we start from the beginning? So what about the the first Darnell? Okay. Did you like him? Flex. Or did you like yes?
2: Don't y'all hate when they just get rid of a, a person. Yes. <laughs> and, and like there's no explanation. Like,
1: but what Who was Flex like,
2: supposed um, to do? Flex got the he got his own gig. Remember, he was um Brianna Father on one-on-one.
0: I ain't gonna but give up having my, my own wife, show to be a guest. Mm-hmm.
2: My wife and kids did it masterfully where they like they tease that you ain't uh you ain't Claire or like oh, when, yeah. when <laughs> they do it without <laughs> mentioning that there's a change and you just spoke like you're supposed to just eat up. Oh, Aunt Viv was dark for how many years and then bam, light turns on. I
0: was. Yeah, I was gonna say to be fair, they did steal it from Fresh Prince. Because Fresh Prince did it twice. They did it with Aunt Viv and then they did it with baby Nikki. Because remember he was a baby and he came back and he was like seven years old. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: the next season.
1: That's true. But I didn't like I didn't like Flex for um Darnell. I liked the other dude from Juice. Like he played it perfectly. Yeah, to me, and yeah, then the cause... new Jabari. But I think that's what they did, Corey, for Jabari. I think Lynn said, "Like you look different mm-hmm. when they came to Jabari."
0: Yeah, the teenage I Jabari was was. A, I, I think Corey had tapped out by the time teenage <laughs> Jabari came <laughs> out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. I I didn't finish the full. Se- I never finished oh, the full series, on. and I ain't mad. That I ain't finished the full series of Family Matters either. That should have been the serious finale should have been when Laura and uh Stefan got married at Disney World. What the what the heck we need to keep continue going on for? I was so confused to find out later on that Laura actually married Steve because he turned back from Stefan. Like, I'm like, what? They still were shooting yeah, this.
0: That's news to me. I hated Family Matters.
1: Yeah, it, I didn't, didn't watch that show like
0: that. That was not for me at all.
1: No. I watched it because it was part
2: of TGIF, and <laughs> at the time, you know, cable wasn't, you, you had to be rich for cable. We had basic, <laughs> the <laughs> times that we watched TGIF, we were at my uncle's house. I love my uncle to death, but my uncle to get Cable to about when his kids got out of college, so we went at my <laughs> uncle's house. That's how I got put on the friends. That's how I got put on to a lot of shows because it was whatever was on basic cable from two to eleven. You can watch whatever those shows are, <laughs> but anything outside of that, you on your. Own.
1: We had the scrambler back in the day.
0: Yes, yes, indeed.
2: we got a scrambler. We got a scrambler late, and I got one from. My the plug in my school who had a I seem like he had a house full of them. Statute limitations is over, so he can't get in trouble. Yeah, so you good, you good. Yeah, he had a box full of he had a house full of them. And I was like, wait, so you just plug this in? He was like, Yeah, man, watch whatever you want. I ain't gonna tell you what young Corey was putting on first, but just oh
0: <laughs> delivering. Uh oh. That skin and max, I see you duck. Don't you
2: got to tell nobody. Listen. You hear me? They called it Cinemax Yo, when I was growing up. Listen,
0: I was on the phone with direct TV the other day. They was like, We can throw in Cinemax. I was like, No, I don't want that.
2: <laughs> not, not my house. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> No, but Ty, when you asked, um, you made me think about that girlfriend's episode you wanted to have, but you also brought to mind because we're all three are content creators. All mm-hmm. three have podcasts, um, outside the box, hello beautiful people, and of course, whatever space. But your text message made me want to ask and have a conversation with content creators, what happens when you hit a creative rough patch where you just like trying to figure it out, but keep going without necessarily stalling and stopping and losing people. It jarred a whole bunch of questions to ask you guys. And I feel like just having open, honest conversation about what happens when you hit a roadblock, so to speak, while trying to put out consistent content.
1: Hmm. mm. That's good, Corey. I'm I, I feel like I'm there now. Um trying to get like get back into the groove of podcasting since the baby. And I just feel like what I was doing before, I was just randomly coming up with ideas and just talking and having my friends on here and there. Like it was, it was, it wasn't dry like being driven by any type of theme or vision and I felt like for me that it it wasn't work for me it wasn't working so now I feel like I have to start from scratch and it's frustrating because it's like I have a million and one ideas but I just don't have that one idea that's going to really you know set it off so that's why I came to yeah <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> You know, the Bible says um, iron sharpens iron. And I feel like because we're in that same space, you know, maybe you'll say something to to help me or to to have a, like, light bulb go off, you know, with with George. The thing that I love about George, his podcast is that because he's a musician, it just comes so easy for him. Like, these tournaments is popping, you know, like and I think it was something that he didn't even plan you know it was something (laughs) that just came about and now it's like every week and I feel like his followers are following him because it's so exciting it's he's bringing back music that we haven't heard in years and we're appreciating it and it's something that he loves like he loves music so for me I think I'm, I'm trying to just tap into something that I'm I'm good at, something that I love, something that I can constantly talk about every week. And that's where I'm at. And sometimes I steal ideas from Corey. Sometimes I steal ideas from George. (laughs) A great
2: great person once told me, um, if you ain't stealing, you ain't working hard enough. So by all all means, if you see a great idea, snatch it. But so Ty, the reason why I was so jarred by you coming to us in a good way was because I found myself in a space, and George, I'm gonna let you go right after this. Uh, When I came up with the idea for this pod, I literally hit my god sister on a whim, on text message. Shout out to Mel. Um, I was like, yo, we should do a podcast. And she was like, cool, I'm with it. And even on a pilot episode, I was like, yo, we what are we going to name it and blah, blah 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 and then out of conversation that me and her always have that's how we introduce like when i call her or she calls me that was what we always did was throw out um somebody's name or face before we even started the conversation so that was just natural and uh just the chemistry we had because we always we, we we like the same stuff we can have serious combos but the primary point was we were going to laugh at whatever it was and talk through whatever needed to be talked through on a more serious note but when mel decided hey kind of want to focus on fam and some businesses that i'm starting i'm going to need to step away i was for sure lost because i was like mm-hmm. well, okay. well I guess i guess guess that's bad but i'm like i can't knock her for that because she didn't come to me with the idea I came to her with the idea and I'm sitting there like well where do you go from here and I wrestled with the do you want a solo pod nah that ain't gonna work because like people enjoyed the back and forth they enjoyed the banter they enjoyed the chemistry then it was like you got a phone book full of people that you can hit up that that you some of them are funny some of them aren't funny Some of them you can hit for topics, specific stuff. Then George Mm -hmm. started having us on a pod and introducing me to new people. And I'm like, oh, this kind of extends to different people that I can talk to and Mm -hmm. have these relationships with. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it put me in that space when she left, like, oh, okay. Well, what happens now? But George, you made that shift. And I said to you this week, I said, yo, y'all was in your bag in the beginning of that pod um, when y'all were just talking about music and R&B being dead. I was like, yo, that mm-hmm. seems like that's y'all wheelhouse. But like mm-hmm. Ty said, the bracket's fall on that because you're music. You can talk music probably all day, all night, and where with to somebody else may be like, oh, I don't want to talk music. You That's like your passion. So you can yeah. go Two, three hours because it's music. You're not being forced to talk about something you don't know or you don't care about. That's something you love. Yeah. So how do you, how did you kind of see the transition and be like, oh, okay, well, no, let's let's stay there.
0: Well, um, I'll say first, I'll say this. Like the first, the first inspiration I got to stay consistent came from Kev on stage. And it wasn't directly to me. It was a video he posted um, on his IG, and somebody was asking him advice. Like, and like he had to take his podcast solo for a second because him him and Doughboy split up before he got with his new partner. So he had to go solo for a second. So he was taking questions, and somebody was like, "I want to start a podcast. What do I do?" And I guess the person was looking for some like some. Big, you know, resounding advice, and you know, something like that. He said, "Period." He said, "Do 100 episodes." Mm. That was his advice. He, he he didn't give nothing else to to the person. He was like, "Do 100 episodes, and you'll find your voice." He said, "Stay consistent." I, now I remember, I think it was Corey that told me to stay consistent when I was talking mm-hmm. to Corey about doing podcasting before but um just give all, my all credit I, to somebody else
2: I just you, you know you do black people you didn't say
0: you didn't say nothing about the honey like so from when from that time because I know that I had reached a point doing the pods where um it was a little tricky like I don't know if you go back like now you listen to these podcasts I'm doing we got tons of people coming through to, to, to vote on the songs when we initially started, you know, it only took two votes to win the
2: record. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
0: it wasn't no, it wasn't no shave rules nowhere. It was just like I got it, I got it too. All right, two out of three wins.
2: We <laughs> was up and out of there. So,
0: like, what happened was like the light bulb just went off because number one, I got kind of tired of talking about relationship stuff, even though I know that's a hotbed item and a lot of people talk about it, but again, a lot of people talk about it. And I was, t- and another thing that I'm, I didn't want to do no more, cause I know how I feel when I get on social media and I see these people sitting in these chairs with the, um, the, the you know how they have the grass wall behind them and mm-hmm. they got the mic in it the, and they yeah. steady telling, and they steady telling people how to live their lives. <laughs> and I'm like, and I will tell you that just be so annoying to me. Yo, do this. You need to do this. you your life. you you need to be. If you you making moves, make moves in silence. And then the next person to say, if you making moves, tell somebody. Have some faith. And then the next person be like, get rid of those people <laughs> in your life. And then the next person be like, you can't do this alone. And I'm like, yo, what? No, I didn't want to do that no more. I didn't want to do none of that no more. I was like, yo, I have enough. Thank God for my boys. First of all, James. Second of all, Patrick Schaefer, who pretty much brought the Boys to Men, What the Boys to Men song bracket was brought to me by Patrick. That was the first time we ever did it. It was boys to men actually posting it, saying, yo, we got 16 songs. We having a contest or whatever. And then we did it on the show. And then when we did it, the light bulb just went off in my head and that was episode, that was probably episode 86, I think. So that's how long it took for me to be like, this is it. (laughs) So you just, so like my advice, you just got to stay consistent and as much as like sometimes the numbers is going to look like them numbers be looking crazy some days. I'll be like, just, did I upload it right? It's been four days? <laughs> <laughs> Check all the podcast platforms. You know, but yeah, you just got to be consistent, man. That's that's all I've been doing. And y'all right, I love music, so I've just been sticking to it. And yeah, I, I, I really found my wheelhouse. We're, we're doing it like this, and I'm and I'm loving it.
2: So you know what my thing was and uh, we can talk about uh, reinvention and things like that. My I I feel like I'm giving away sauce right now but whatever. We're here. Uh, My thing is I feel like I can have a conversation with anybody. You put anybody on a show with me, I don't Mm -hmm. care if they've done one podcast, they've don't they have their own show you put anybody up here with me one I'm going to make you comfortable and two I'm going to probably pull conversation out of you that you might not have known you were capable of having on air or being recorded or I'm going to say I'm going to ask you a question that the person is listening to is going to be like oh shoot so even if the person up here don't get it, it'll resonate with whoever's listening or whatever have you. But what I hold my hat on is no matter what color you are, no matter what race you are, no matter what religion you are, no matter what a nationality you are, if you come up here, I can have a conversation. And that just comes mm-hmm. to me being a people person. I, I I'm a charismatic person. So you put me in a room with anybody. My mother used to say all the time, Corey don't have Corey's not going to be the person with no friends. You put him in a room. He gonna make a by the end of the by the end of the night. He gonna work that room and know whoever's in that room. Who he need to know. He probably gonna be in a a, a clip with this person, George. You make reference to ninety six George often. Boy. I don't have a year on. I don't have a year on Corey, but it was high school and I was with the jocks. I was with the nerds. I was with. The, the thugs i was with the people in music class i was with the people in the gospel choir like so lunchtime came i literally could sit wherever i wanted because i was making friends i had friends everywhere mm-hmm. so for me my reinvention was oh okay well like i said well you got a, a dress book full of people reach out to people mm-hmm. and I I want to say this to you publicly because you probably this is probably your first time hearing this. But messages of you saying, "Oh, yo, this episode here was funny or this episode here, it does my heart glad." And I thank you for that because I honestly from episode 1, the pilot, I posted it saying, "Well, I don't know who's going to listen. Let's just see what happens." Right? Literally, that was that's been my stance from day 1. Well, I don't know who's going to listen. So let's just put it out. And mm-hmm. when you hit me up and you make those comments, I'm like, oh, shoot, somebody did. Somebody did listen to it. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Like, see, unlike George, I can't look at the numbers. Like, I have to wait weeks until I look at the numbers. If I look at the numbers, I'm going to be like, oh, oh, all right, well, five listens. No,
0: nah. huh. nah, I'll be looking, right. bro. I got yeah. to no. know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I get discouraged. I'm like, yikes. <laughs> like, I'm like yeah. And then you have to do yeah. like that comparison. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. What'd you say?
2: I be saying yikes a <laughs> <alive>. lot. <Like, "Ooh." laughs> oh my. <laughs> like, y'all not here for Fred Hammond like that? Like for real? Like y'all was a- <laughs> Yeah. Y'all-, y'all was, a- <laughs> y'all- y'all was interested in that. Oh shoot. What?
1: So, so, so besides. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was getting
2: ready to ask you. Go
1: ahead. When I first started the podcast, it was something I had a book club. And I I always wanted to do a podcast, but I did the book club because it was safe. I don't know why I thought it was gonna be safe, but it was more work with the book club. Then COVID hit, and I'm like, oh bet I could do a podcast now. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's up girl
1: so when i did when i did the um i started to i wanted to do the podcast i um i actually reached out to george and mm-hmm. i noticed that he was doing a podcast um the remix i didn't even knew i didn't even know you had like a, another podcast i just thought that that was your podcast the remix mm-hmm. so when you was telling me like you were looking to revamp your podcast and do something different. Cause mm-hmm. I think like sports, right?
0: Nah, remix is like current event more no
1: the, more the current event doing. Oh yeah, my
0: yeah, my oh yeah. It was um the starting five new sports news and stuff like that. And I got I got tired of doing that too.
2: <laughs>
1: so when you was telling me about that and you was encouraging me, like, yeah, just you know, do it and whatever, whatever. And and I think that that pushed me to do the outside the box and I didn't know what to name it but my my book club was already outside the box so I'm like all right I'm gonna just stick with this like I already got the visual art I'm not gonna you know change it and it was supposed to just be me talking but like Corey said when you the only one talking on the podcast is whack Boy. and it's hard Ooh. it's real it's it's very hard like and I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. So then I started to have people on
0: <laughs>
1: and then numbers increased. But then like the stuff that I was talking about, the things that I wanted to say, I, I felt like I couldn't say. And I, I don't know, I just felt, it didn't feel outside the box. So that's why now I'm just like, okay, I gotta do something that's me. Like all of me. Mm-hmm. And I know like, like, I'm a storyteller at heart and i'm like how can i create and revamp this podcast and add that to it because i like to tell stories and i like to be animated and funny and goofy and all of that um i don't know where i was going with this i'm sorry go ahead corey <laughs> no i i
2: was going to tell you to keep going because yeah. unknowingly what you just said i don't i don't know if you caught it but you just wrote out yourself where you were taking your pod. Yeah. That You just literally verbalized where you were taking your pod by saying, oh, I want to do this, that, and the third. I'm good at this, 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 and this. You literally just rewrote your pod just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
0: right, realizing <laughs> what you want to do uh-huh. is, is probably the most important piece of the whole thing. Like, when you say, oh, this is it. This is what I want to do this. You literally got it. People mm-hmm. will come, trust me. Cause there's a lot of people that feel that way. A lot of people want to be entertained in that fashion to be able to sit down and be like, I wonder what this story is gonna be about this week. Mm-hmm. So because I'm sure you're not sitting there telling stories to nobody. I'm sure people have heard you tell a story before and was entertained by it and stuff like that. So
2: yeah, yeah, that's definitely part of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: one of the things that like um, George calls it uh, brunch uh, testimonials. When I call him with ideas that are just surging through my brain, when it's really Voice. just my love for. <laughs> Let me tell you the one time: Corey called
0: <laughs> Corey called me when I was one one of the downest points of my life. I was so frustrated. <laughs> I think I sold. I think I sold one T-shirt. A whole year off the Hello Beautiful People clothing. Corey called me with the spirit of brunch resting on him and encouraged me for 45 minutes. He would not stop talking, but he had a word.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He had a brunch
0: spirit of work.
2: Did you try this? Did you do this yet? I was the phone like, boy, this way like, I was like, thank you, Corey. I appreciate you. <laughs> Listen, I I, I tell uh, my wife all the time, don't you tell me I ain't connected here, because when I start go- when I start flowing, I'm in, I'm there. <laughs> when I start flowing, I'm there. But um, I wanted to so as. Content creators George, one as a songwriter uh, and now podcast host, and Ty as a book club starter turned podcast host, mm-hmm. I want to ask you both, what keeps you coming back? Don't give me the corny answer and say, oh, it's the people. (laughs) People people. Don't, don't give me that. (laughs) Give me the why as to what keeps your recording process happening, even during your roadblocks. Hmm. Well,
0: for me, I would say, I would say, um, might sound corny, so stop me if it does personally I need these spaces because I um like y'all know my story I haven't worked in a I haven't worked at nine to five for years so there's a serious lack of camaraderie and fellowship that I have I mean outside of like you know church folks stuff like that like from day to day where I don't have that anymore because I literally, you know, I stopped working to get the kids right, but now the kids is grown. Trey driving, they don't really need me no more. So it's like I'm in a spot where it's like, I gotta figure out something to do with myself. <laughs> so and um it's been and I said I say this to the guys at the remix too. We just did a we just did a show on Patrick's podcast. Like I look forward to doing these shows. I look forward to sitting down and talking with y'all because it legit feels like we are just having a good time. Like, and and even if it's like a, a serious topic, I'm grateful for that because now if something happens in like real world scenario, I don't need to go on Facebook and write three, four, five paragraphs about it. I can just go on the remix. And when we talk about it, I can get everything off my chest and I can move on. So these spots are like almost therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I could could share my love for music on um, Hello Beautiful People. I could get on a remix and talk about whatever happened in the news today or, you know, it's like, it's just certain voids are being filled by these shows that are, while they're entertaining other people, they're still they they they're making room for me to be who I can be cuz at the end of the day even though I've become some sort of a recluse and I really don't leave the crib as much as I used to I'm a people person so I really enjoy getting to meet people and talk to people and stuff like that and if you need me I got you so um, and if I could help so let me hold on let me pull that back if I if you need me I got you, but I'm not overdrawing my account for nobody. I just want to set that up. Chase is very lenient on overdraft fees, so I I ain't trying to mess that up for myself. Okay, but it's just a good time, and I I, I, and I literally need that for like, like my mental health. It's a
2: good thing for me to have. These are good spaces for me to be in. So the long answer, in short, is the people. That's what you just got around after I just said don't say nothing right. about the people. Oh, okay. You get a cutesy way. All right. Way. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. You got it. You got to read. <laughs> <laughs> right quick. This is story time, Ty. So before you answer, George, mm-hmm. I told George I'm the friend where you know my love is genuine but in like a moment of weakness for you i may laugh at you and it's not because i don't love you it's because oh my god i need you to understand But you dare bring that up Ree. Ty, i have to she's family Ty. oh my god Ty, <laughs> i don't know if you remember the one time when um, george posted in oh the group chat that he needed prayers cuz he was about to get an interview Yes, and how oh, my brain oh. works. So Ty, <laughs> this is how my brain <laughs> works. That that was George's text message. Yo, prayers for your boy because I got an interview. And then the very next test me- text message was, well, I didn't get it. And I when I tell it. you the <laughs> laugh that I had at George's expense, Ty, but I'm this person. I'm this person. I called George immediately and laughed in his ear for at <laughs> least <laughs> five minutes. He Before he did. was like, "Are you done? Are you done? Are you done?" And I said, "No, George, you have." To, I'm a visual person, so when I saw you pray for your boy, oh, I got God. an interview. And the very next message was, "Well, didn't get it." I, the immediate thought was, "Well, he need new people praying for him because there's no way in the world." Yo, the, the fact praying. that they dubbed me in
0: under 24 hours. Word i oh. like, with, with eight years of bacon experience, y'all hit me right back the tub. Y'all didn't get it. I was yeah.
2: driving. They could have killed me. Damn, that like, time. <laughs> when I tell you that thing blessed my oh. whole soul, I called George and laughed on the phone with him for at least five minutes because I just couldn't get words out of my mouth to say <laughs> to him. But it wasn't because I was being an, an idiot or an whatever face. I wasn't being an asshole to him. I just yeah, needed yeah. him to know, hey, I'm your friend, but understand this here is funny. We can talk and yeah. sympathize after we laugh, but I need you. To, I need you to see the humor in this part right here. Right, I, and I, I know I, him, I, I, so I
0: let him have that. I like right. if it was somewhere I was being offended, oh, I would have hung up. But I know <laughs> Corey, so I was like, all right, I know what this is. Like I, I, I knew what it was when the phone rang. I, if you think. <laughs> I texted the group chat and said I didn't get the job. I see Corey's name pop up on my phone. If you think that I think that I was picking up the phone to get some
2: sympathy, I knew what it was. George, I was trying to pray you through, but I just needed you to have a moment of laughter. At the, at the, um, I needed you to rejoice in a second. <laughs> oh, that's what I oh, yeah. That email
0: came through so fast. I thought I got it. I was like, oh, shoot, they- Oh, no. Oh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: all right.
1: Goodness.
2: it was the, the because there was no boy. break, and George was the only one. His, his two messages, y'all, pray for your boy. I'm going for an interview. And there was nobody else that said nothing. And the very <laughs> next message was, well, come out. <laughs> 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 <Woo>. all right. Wow, <laughs> no I had, good. I had to relay that story but Ty what is your why I'm
1: sorry (laughs) um my why I like George's answer it wasn't cutesy but I agree but my why is simply because I just like to talk I like to talk I like to to tell stories I'm a communicator like
2: did did y'all catch that BK talk did you did y'all catch the talk? That was right. All right. She's from the saying. Elm City, nigga. I'm just saying.
0: She's from Bed, the Elm City. Bed,
2: City Bed, style, Bed Style would love to claim you a tie. Bed my tie. That's what I'm calling you from now
1: on. Bed style time. <laughs>
0: oh God. And <laughs> he, he reads
1: it too. My pilot for my podcast, that was simply it. I'm starting a podcast because I like to talk. Like that was it. Um and yeah. I like to tell stories. I think what's holding me back from being the storyteller on my podcast because they can get really raunchy and they can get um I have stories forever like for days about
0: right. let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me
2: interrupt you. club. <laughs> <That you. laughs>
0: no, wait. The club story? That's that was my that's my favorite. What the club? club? Favorite. When the dude the
2: <laughs> Well, the, or oh. the, <laughs> the dude, you curved the dude outside the club, <laughs> you
1: know. and what do you say? What do you say, George?
2: <laughs> what
0: do you say? Oh my gosh,
1: this dude what said, let me, let me set it up for y'all. I'm at, we <laughs> leave in the club, you know, we have some vibrations, we good, and you know what happens at the end of the club, right?
0: Yeah,
1: dude's like, Yo, um. Hey, you know, hey, yo, shorty, hey, what up? Like, you know, they yelling, whatever. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And he was like, F you with your little A butt cheeks. And I'm like, yeah. Yo. <laughs> 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 yo, I couldn't even get offended. I started crying, laughing because oh. it was so funny. I'm like, yo, that he got me. That was hilarious. Right.
2: But- let me let you just say, if your stories are raunchy, if you want, uh, Anchor gives you a PG-13 or parental advisory note if you want to put it on episode or if you want to, uh, but don't let that stifle your creativity. If that's how your storytelling captures someone, Mm -hmm. they may be dying laughing and may not pay attention to one of the raunchy things you say, but it's the rest (laughs) of the story that may just, sitting on the end of the day seat, where they're just like, what else happened? And yeah. then what happened? Yeah. I got some stories too, that, and I know. I I used to get in trouble in school because they used to say, oh, he's a class clown. My father used to get mad at me. He was a class clown also, which I didn't understand. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But he would get mad at me because it was, oh, he's a class clown, and this, that, and the third. and. One day I had a conversation with him and my mother and my mother said to him, I don't think he's intentionally trying to be funny. I think he's just talking and people are laughing because of just how he's speaking. Right. He could be he could be dead serious, but- And it's people, hilarious. George, I got in trouble so much in school for that. And I'm like, dog, I'm not trying to be funny. That's the thing. I'm not out there trying to tell jokes. I'm just talking, right, right. Just talking. I got in detention one time, and my math teacher—he was, um—we'll call him Mr. Rainbow. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, Mr. Rainbow. Oh, right. yeah, Mr. Rainbow. Yeah, he got mad at me because he thought I was making jokes in his class, causing people to laugh. I was not. It was just his posture that I had some serious questions with. So he just, he suspends me and tells me, yeah, make sure you call your father and let me speak to him. So I'm like, all right. So we're in the library. He's like, did you call your father yet? I'm like, no. In my mind, I'm like, I can't call a bishop and tell a bishop that I was suspended. He's going tear my ass up when I get home. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So what I do, I take the phone. I dial six numbers. I act like I'm speaking to my father. Hello? Yeah, dad, I got in trouble acting like he's cutting me off. No, but let me dad, I didn't I hung up the phone. Oh, he goes, man, that's why, so- why why didn't I speak to why didn't I speak to your father? I'm like, sir, he was too mad. He held up the phone and he said he's coming to get me in 20 minutes. He was like, Okay, all right. Never spoke to my father, never heard nothing about my father, never knew nothing about me being suspended because I was a little clever kid. That's good stuff. But, listen, George, I know how to, I know how to say my own part. You hear me? That's Yo, good
1: stuff. I got I know we got to close, but I got one story because of what you just said, right? So I was older though. You said you was in high school when that happened? High school. Oh, so I was out of school and I was working at Shores. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> working at Shaw's and i had got paid you know you know cash my check got money in my purse me and my friend went to broadway george you know where that's at broadway Mm -hmm. like i was going to urban outfitters my nigga Mm -hmm. doing it up like i got just got paid it's friday night right so
2: yes (laughs) i
1: um (laughs) i'm in a store i'm looking i'm like okay you know this nice store whatever see these glasses they like twenty dollars i'm like nah i'm not paying for these glasses they twenty dollars that's a lot of money for some glasses put them in my purse right (laughs) put them in my purse now my friend she left she went to like tom brown or somewhere i don't know where she went so then i'm like all right i'm out leaving and the like alarm went off "Eh, eh, eh, eh." i'm like shoot so then the guy, like, um, we need to look in your purse. I'm like, nah, y'all can't look in my purse. This is my purse. This is my belongings. Like, they're like, nah, we need to <laughs> we need to search you. I'm like, no, y'all not searching me. They grabbed my purse and they seen the glasses. And I the only thing I could say was like, sorry. And they just looked at me like, you gotta go upstairs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go upstairs.
1: We're calling the cops. Super scared now. Mind you. I'm like 18, stealing, like why? And I just got paid, like I got money in my pocket. So <laughs> go upstairs, they're like, we're gonna call the cops and we need to call your we need to call your mother so that she can come pick you up. I'm like, nah, I'm not calling my mother. I'm not, well, my grandmother was my mother. I'm not calling my grandmother. Like, there's no way I'm calling my grandmother. So I called my friend, called my friend <laughs> and she's like, so I'm talking to her, I'm like, mom, she like, what? She like T, shut the F up. Like, what, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, Ma, like, mom, like I, I need you to come to the store. Um, so she on the other end, like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, mom, I gotta like, you gotta come to the store. Like, I stole some glasses. She starts cracking up. <laughs> cracking up. I mean, laughing. And I'm like, you got to come get me, whatever, whatever. So then they was like, let me, we got to talk to your mother. I'm 18. Why do y'all have to talk to my mother?
0: So they, right?
1: they talked to my friend and she like, she like blowing it up. Like, yeah, I'm going to get her when I like, y'all can let her go. When she get home, I'm a to whoop her, or all this other stuff. Bye. So they, they, they took my picture. I was banned from Urban Outfitters for years. I'm still like to this day, 2022, I'm still <laughs> scared to go in there. <laughs> Right, they got, called the cops. Okay. The cops came. Oh. They escorted me out of the store in handcuffs.
0: No, for some sunglasses.
1: Sunglasses. Oh, they was making an example. I was it was because I was black. So I went, they sat me in the um the pet the in in the um the car. And the guy was like, he was mad cool. He was like, why you why you do that? Like. I see you got money in your purse, whatever, whatever. I'm like, because the money, the glasses was way too much. It was $20. Yo, my friend, yeah. she comes blonde. She comes to the door, knock on the door, like, oh my God, that's my friend. That's my <laughs> friend. No. I so was like, ma'am, back up. And they were like grabbed her. He grabbed this gun, like, back up, ma'am, back up. She's going, she's going to jail. So, I mean, I didn't go to jail. I had to go um to court and I had to do customer um community service and at that time um like I wasn't in church or anything like that but I think I'm I'm giving out way too much information but I was going my family they they um I was raised at Barrett George Corey you probably don't know what that is so um I went there and I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to pledge to be a Delta, and I need to do community service for 24 (laughs)
0: hours." (laughs) I was so embarrassed.
1: (laughs) And they was like, "Sure, baby, you could do your 24 hours." I did my 24 hours, and I got a job at their summer camp and got paid for it. Had to go back to court. I had a misdemeanor. Yeah. So all that, because what you said when you had called your dad and you was acting like he was on the phone. I
2: I just want to thank you for I just want to thank you for preparing the new version of your pod on whatever face. Um, (laughs) There's not enough money in the world I can give you for that experience. But thank you for, for thank you for debuting that on whatever face. Your podcast that is gonna go awesome. out of here. It's
0: gonna be out of here. That was awesome. Ty, I got one. It's I got a be short I got a short criminal story for y'all too. Let's just make <laughs> it quick. Um and it, I, all of this stuff is happening in downtown New Haven, Connecticut. So it is what it is. Talisa, you remember Strawberries, the music store. Yes. I used to work there for the summer. Um, I I worked there. (laughs) Remember, (laughs) strawberries is all glass. Mm -hmm. You can see everything in the store. Long story short, George decided that whoever was paying with cash was getting a discount. (laughs) I was pocketing (laughs) the money they were buying the music with. In an all glass encase store. <laughs> I I legit got away with it for two days. Got called upstairs. They're like, Victor. My first name is. George Victor.
2: He had a lick. George he had a lick.
0: Yo, I'm thinking, yo, like, yo, this I'm doing better. Cause like, you know, the person out, there was a remember, there's people outside the store on this on the sidewalk. Selling incense, mixtapes, yep. and bootleg music. Yeah. So I'm doing better than them. <laughs> them two days, I'll I tell you something. And hey, I'm getting my check. What? Are you crazy? It's like I'm about to go back to Hampton. I'm about to be long story short, they called me upstairs. They was like, dude, we watch from outside. What are you doing? How stupid could you be? I was like, yep, this is it. I'm getting <laughs> my mom's not sending me back to school. They gonna kick me out of the house. Like, I, it all just played in my head, yo. Yo, when I tell you, they were just like, we're taking all the money out of your next check, you're fired. I ran out of there. Uh, <laughs> I just ran out of there. I ran out of there like a slave. Thank you, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. And I got home and I was like, man, I think I'm gonna go back to Virginia early. I think I'm gonna go back. I think I'm gonna go back early. So for real you want to go back I said yeah yeah I'm gonna go back and and set some stuff up in the apartment yeah I'm I'm gonna go back I, I got out of here boy and I did not come back till I was done with school like done done but yeah that was my <laughs> that was my criminal activity
1: <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious yo yo crazy <laughs>
2: Well, I, I appreciate you guys for stopping through. I do need a show idea from each of you, um, but I appreciate these laughs. Oh, um,
0: I'm pretty sure you probably, wait, well, you just dropped an episode and you already said House of Dragon. So, what am I watching right now?
1: Girlfriends. <laughs>
0: Not yet. I don't want to lie to the people now. <laughs> I don't lie to people. I'm trying to think of something. Well, if I could just help out, Abbott Elementary is on HBO Max. It was recently only on Hulu, but it's commercial free on HBO Max. If you got the, you know, if you have AT and T or whatever, know. yeah. So, one. so if you want to get rid of them ads, yo. Abbott Elementary on HBO Max. I I legit can't think of nothing else. Oh, The Shy. The Shy about to finish on Showtime, and I'm a, I'm gladly get that eleven dollars off my um, Directv bill. And um, <laughs> Raising Kanan just started.
1: Abbott Elementary that is back on the second
0: season. No, 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 no. This it's still oh, the first, first season. Okay. Because I I still know some people that haven't even watched it yet. So I'm like, if you don't want to be stuck with them. Commercials on Hulu. It's on um, HBO Max. Oh, okay. Commercial free.
1: I just randomly started watching Echoes. I, my mom was watching it. <laughs> I sat and watched it, and it's actually pretty good. It's, it's it's a little freaky, but it's 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 good. Echoes. I don't even know what it's on. I think Netflix, maybe.
2: I applaud everybody. I, I love putting people well you guys have been up here more than enough to know yeah that i asked for a show but that was one of the things that i wanted to do differently i never gave my why um but real quick my why is simply because i there's sometimes there are topics that are uh or conversations that i have up here i talk to myself a lot and I know it sounds crazy because I'm a, a overthinker. So I'm always Dr. Stranging outcomes in my head and okay, well this happens and this happens and blah, blah, blah. blah. But <clears throat> as an outlet for me, um, this is, again, I did the first episode not knowing if anybody would watch. And for me, it was almost prove yourself wrong Don't say it and not be consistent with it. Because if you left it up to me, I would have did the pilot and been like, well, I did it. I don't got to revisit this. I I did a pilot. But (laughs) when people actually listened to the first episode, I was like, I guess I need to do another one. But still not thinking people were going to listen. So I, I guess mine is always from a personal space of, what if you got one listener, cool. If you got no listeners, cool. Or if you got a hundred listeners, even better. But for me, it's a don't negotiate with yourself sort of kind of thing mm. for me. Yep. Because, like I said, yo, I, I said I wanted, I didn't want to be a storytelling person. You know, mm. yo, I remember I wanted to do a pod, and I just never got around to it. I had people yep. that asked me numerous times, "Yo, how do you pod?" I'll give them. A B C D E F and I'll even do the follow-up. Yo, you, you did your first episode yet? No, nah, I'm still I'm still, I'm like, all right. But I never wanted to be that person. I never wanted to be a storytelling person. So I guess my why is in my mama mentality way, me not negotiating with myself or making my or holding myself accountable for saying doing something that I wanted to do. So that's my why. Yeah, but
0: okay.
2: with that uh my show B- george you could have said house of dragons um it made me want to re-watch game of thrones season one sidebar ain't that intro music to game of thrones why hasn't anybody used that for worship and praise because every time that comes on my hands go up
0: your hands go up it's, every it's, time it's all right it's all right we <laughs> don't need I'm a saying. reason don't get I don't feel, get me I feel, I
2: feel a tongue spirit every time that uh intro music hit. You hear me?
0: Don't get me started. Don't don't you do it. I will go up right in here.
2: <laughs>
0: but my whatever show, face, is... whatever face are turning to whatever praise. Hello, somebody. come on, come on. Don't, don't you do that? Get me going.
2: Don't you? Sh- my God, my nah. No. My sh- my show is a uh, shits creek. It's not how it sounds. It's actually because, and that, the name of the show is Shits Creek with a D. S C H I D T S, I believe is. Um, but it's funny if you ever watched um, Arrested Development or anything like that. It puts you in that mindset, but it's hysterical. Uh, it's about this, this wealthy family, who's. Um, funds have been seized by the FBI, and now the family has to now deal with living, I want to call it, uh, in third world circumstances, which is just middle class, anybody else. But it's hysterical because they have all this money, and the government comes and they seize it, and they have to basically live like the people that they've looked down on for so long. But Schitt's Creek, it's great. Um, I do thank you both for uh answering the phone call um and maybe keep your phones on you for the next seven questions and
1: seven friends but anyway tyler <laughs> Azul, down for that Jorge. Yes, <laughs> um uh, I appreciate- before we before we go i know i know george you gotta go but just quick i just want to like let the people know like if you're starting tr- if you're trying to start a podcast one thing that george had given me when I reached out to him about starting my podcast he told me you don't need no fancy equipment you don't need no fancy mics you don't need all these things Mm -hmm. that people like to start off I mean if you want to do that later on in life yeah do that but to start a podcast is just simply starting he just told me to get anchor and I can do it on my phone and I thought that you know For him to tell me that, you know, I just, you know, I thought it was dope for him to give me that information. And like you said, Corey, you let people know what to do on how to start a podcast. And sometimes they just feel as though that they need all that stuff because they see it on social media. You don't need that. You just need your iPhone and an app called Anchor and you can record and go sick. Anchor, you better cut that check three ways. You hear me? Listen, I'm trying to tell (laughs) you.
2: That's outside the box. That's hello, beautiful people, and whatever face. You hear me? That was good
0: old Anchor, y'all. Anchor, y'all got y'all to break bread for real, yo. Cause you know, a lot of people out there say, I saw somebody with a prominent podcast, I won't say their name, but they was like, yo, don't use Anchor. And I was like, I've had no problems. I My podcast is on places that I didn't even know was on, first of first, all. My, my uncle came up to me and was like, I got... I forgot what it was called. He was like, it was like the weirdest app I ever heard of. He was like, podcast regulation. I was like, I don't think I'm on there. And he searched it and it was,
2: (laughs) wow. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I'm there too? Cool. I was like,
0: but I'm just going to promote to these Apple people because it's right on their phone. Like, y'all doing the (laughs) most. But yeah, man. I mean, don't, if if it's the, trust me, a lot of it is the look. And a lot of it is the reason why people can't stay consistent because they feel like, like, you don't have to look like Joe Budden. You don't have to look like, like Nori and them be sitting around yeah. the table. Don't get me wrong. I want to do that eventually right. for like a special episode or something like that. But you could give people content. People just like, it's not like here in Connecticut where, you know, we can get there everywhere we going in like 15 20 minutes unless we go into Hartford or something like that i'm thinking about people that live in like texas and and then florida and all that stuff like that these people legit gotta drive like 45 minutes yeah mm-hmm. to work and back yeah. and they can sit down and listen to uh whatever face it, they can listen to outside the box while they're going to work and have some laughs and stuff like that and then and then listen to mine and listen to some music it's it's, it's essential to give people this podcast one sorry content because one thing I did ask before I started, I was like, is it important for y'all to have a video podcast or audio? And and it was it was pretty split, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough for me to say I have to do video all the time. So yeah, man, just start. Just start yeah. and then stay consistent. Just go get yeah. yeah, just do it. Like
2: Nike. Right. Uh, the money we just got from Anger, George just gave Nike. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you very much. appreciate I'm trying
0: to diversify, bro.
2: I'm like, you know, not these LeBron's, folks? The, Nike about to come
0: for all It's going to get
2: more expensive. Thank you. Not, but it's I do think get more y'all, expensive, but he retired. Listen, you can buy all the LeBron's you want, or you can buy them uh, from the Chinese people on Fulton Street. That's all I oh, have on, for man. you guys oh, no, this week. <laughs> this week. Well, why would you, you do that?
0: <laughs> Corey, do you have a pair of Steph Curries? I always
2: wanted to ask you that in public. I've never owned a pair of Steph Curries and I will not buy a pair of Steph Curries. I love Steph to death. On, man. But his sneakers look a little Stefan Marbury-ish. And I'm just Steph, I love you. You're my man, but I ain't wearing no, no curries no. My,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what happened what? to Corey? Corey broke both his ankles walking. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I I just I can't do it. Only pair of bronze I had was the, the nines and the South Beach nines. And, but oh. yeah, I don't buy sneakers just to buy them. I, I got to, I got to like, them. All right. I got to like, all right. and cool. now Steph hates me. Appreciate you. Now I'll never get them on air. He no made me get on the sneakers. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. No problem. No problem at all. Can, can take yourself. Get your excuses <laughs> ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Ty Lizzle, I thank you. Can't wait for the pod. Jorge, you know what it is. That's all I got. Um, Give these people your Instagrams and we're
1: out of here. Ty Lizzle, go. T-Y-Lisa, T-E-E-Y-L-I-S-A, Instagram, Talisa A. Cosby, Facebook.
0: At V. George Smith everywhere. At V. George Smith everywhere. Instagram, Twitter especially. I love me some Twitter. Facebook, I really just be using Facebook to advertise stuff. Y'all be stressed (laughs) over there. Um, (laughs) But I I love you with the love of (laughs) cray. My God. So you don't vote on this show, Corey? Yeah, man. I'm going to get back on on my story.
2: Corey, we ain't voting? What you mean?
0: Ain't nobody voting Oh, not tonight.
2: We ain't voting tonight. Oh, all right. Not Not tonight. We got Drake, we'll best I ever had. We'll come back, Versus Jay-Z. No, no, none of that. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. It ain't Monday.
2: Nah, we're we'll closing show. We'll call show, Coach. <laughs> we're on this one. <laughs> don't worry. I'm, don't worry. I will be up there pressing my behind on for Monday. Yes, you I will. i see y'all yes, on the will. weekend. <laughs> <laughs>